0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Clock Talk with Dr. Greg Brennan. Greg, how are you today?
1: Fantastic, Jim.
0: So today we're going to talk about adrenal fatigue. And remember, 15 minutes on everything you need to know on adrenal fatigue. So to get started in a very
1: simple way for our audience, what is it? Simple way. I think it's hilarious when you say that every single time because it it is complex, but we try to make it do simple, right? So we, we talk about this all the time, Jim, but we have... The brain has two major parts that controls the rest of our body's function you have the hypothalamus which sits above the anterior pituitary and there's this thing called releasing hormones that release these hormones at a frequency and amplitude that'll tell you which hormones to turn on the hormones that are being turned on from the pituitary do certain functions fsh and lh do sperm and egg Growth hormone does growth hormone. Thyroid does thyroid. In this particular case, it's called uh, ACTH, and that turns the adrenal glands on. The adrenal glands are very important. They are basically for metabolism, immune system, blood sugar, flight or fight. But I'm going to get the adrenal gland anatomy. They are about a half inch by three inches. They are like a little triangle-shaped tissue that sits on top of each kidney, all right? You have... Two areas: you have the medulla, which is the center, and you have the cortex, which is the outside. The medulla is controlled by the sympathetic nervous system. Okay, flatter fight, things happen. You increase epinephrine and norepinephrine. Adrenal, adrenal gland. That's what it does. Adrenal gland. That's the adrenal. The, the adrenaline comes from that. So that is a, a again a, a, a nervous supplied one. Then you have the cortex has three sections of that cortex, the outer, the middle, and the inner. And they're called zona glomerus, zona felicitis, and and zona reticularis. And they make certain hormones that do certain functions. But these are... um, increase under stress and they do certain things. We're going to focus on the middle layer in the middle, minute But the first one is the zo- zona glomerulosa. That secretes a thing called aldactone which is a mineral cortical it has to do with your blood pressure. Okay? Very important, it's called the renin angiotensin system. Vasoconstriction, dilates your blood vessels. The next one is your um your uh, uh, zona fasciculata, which makes a thing called glucocorticoid cortisol under stress goes up. And the third one, um, the the reticularis makes androgens, D-H-E-A. Now the catecholamines or the adrenal ones, that is a different type of steroid. That's catecholamine, a a peptide steroid, a neurotransmitter. The other three I mentioned are all based on steroid, our, our brand. It's actually that those four rings right there. That's a steroid precursor. So what happens is, is when the body talks on these symptoms, when everything's working well, those levels stay in a certain range. We'll go over a graph in a minute, but they, they, they have a certain range you want to be in, and they, they change. The bigger to focus on is, is cortisol. Cortisol, by the way, is the only hormone that actually increases with age. In acute stages, acute stress, rapid cortisol is life-saving, blood pressure, breathing, sugar metabolism. Chronically, When you deplete that reserve is when problems happen.
0: So then when you have, so I understand this all comes from the adrenal gland, um, but when you have adrenal fatigue, what will the patient
1: experience? Beautiful. So back to our two parts of the adrenal. You have the medulla, that's out to the side, that's gone. We're going to be focused on the cortex, and specifically the second part of it. And that's where the cortisol goes up. So, what do you feel when that reserve is running out? Naturally, when you sleep, before you go to bed, your cortisol and DHE are at its lowest. When you sleep, your brain is cleaning out all these proteins, all this called the gyloemphatic system. We start with the trash, all the garbage. So, when you wake up to start your day, your cortisol is at its highest. And then over the day, it goes down, it's being used. Beautiful system. We'll go over gra- get a graph in a minute. So what you feel is when your reserve comes out, there's basically four stages of this insufficiency, all right? But how do you test for it? Before we go to show, we're going to show you a test for it. You can draw a cortisol with your blood, but they've been said to show just putting the needle into the vein to draw the blood out increases your cortisol level. So how can I do it in a way that's not stimulating to your fight or fight? It's saliva. Testing saliva is not a fight or fight maneuver. I could to come to your body. And you saliva, you can produce because you need to get a curve. If you just get one point in time, it means nothing. You get two points, it's a flat line. You want a curve. So we get four different saliva tests. Let's go to the next graph. Let's see what that shows that So the one over there is genome fatigue. This is the actual, that's my handwriting. This is the actual how it comes from the lab. And so what it is, is you have normal, which is not on the graph here. It's the normal is the line. You wake up in the morning, it's higher around noon. It peaks, it goes down. Beautiful. So low cortisol, tired, brain fog, it's, it, it almost overlaps with low T a little bit because it works synergistically with that. With thyroid, testosterone, adrenals. What I try to explain to people is when your adrenals are responding, if your thyroid and testosterone are off. So if your thyroid and testosterone are off, this will be off. When you get the thyroid and testosterone optimal, that will go back to its normal range. It's a reactive way. But sometimes it doesn't. So what you do is we'll check four saliva tests during a day. And we'll get these points in time. So, uh, so two, one is you have low cortisol throughout the day. You just start lower and you stay lower. 2A is where you have low cortisol and low DHEA. DHEA, don't forget, that's the steroid one because that converts into um, androgen and, uh, uh, in your body as well. It's another source of our androgen. Then 2B is a very unique one, Jim, is where you start off low, you peak, you go wait, you have an 8 in the morning, but before you go to bed, you spike again. So you have trouble sleeping. And then the third one is they're all turned off your cortisol you're down to zero and that's you have to rebuild it and that's what we're going to talk about in the the treatment plan in a moment okay so when we're
0: in stage two a b and three i don't know why they just don't do one two three four what's causing it why two a and two b
1: was my decision because if you look at two a and two b they're like the beginning but the peak the thing is that they're low but that spike before you go to bed. So the, the 2B differs from 2A is that you're tired before you go to bed with 2A. With 2B, you're wired before you go to bed. So therefore, it's a different treatment plan. So the treatment plan is to take stress off of the adrenals, let them rehabilitate to produce the cortisol steroids they need. So then when they're ready for stress, because the problem is these are chronically producing. They're, the reserve is chronically pushing stuff out, has no time to rest. That's the sleeping part. So therefore, based upon that, we have a treatment plan on both of those. So what I did was, before we get into that, so what causes this though? Where where does the body get out of whack? Okay. So since it's based for basal metabolism, so your metabolism is out of whack, this is compensating for your thyroid being out of whack, your diet being out of whack, your low T being out of whack, your sleep patterns. When I was an OBGYN, I was 2B all the time. All the time. Okay. So oh. we're back
0: to lifestyle. Lifestyle that Hormones. we talked about with uh, low testosterone in the past and everything else. Yes. It's
1: this, it's, it's life, it's food, it's diet, it's plastics, it's the whole work. The 2B one is also big on people who computers go to bed without a blue screen. They're that watching TV before. that. There's the big, it's the blue light wave or just your brain being stimulated. Uh, there's, a, there's a great book called Circadian Rhythm, talks about sleep patterns. But you do not want your peak before you go to bed. So you're trying to do is how can you keep your adrenal glands to allow them to still do their job, but yet have time to rest. And that's where adaptogens, sleep, proper food, proper hormones help. All right. So now we can move on to treatment. Okay. Treatment. So again, it's important to listen to the symptoms. And what, since there's a cross reactivity with thi- hypothyroidism and hypogonasm, low testosterone with this, I try to look at it in a systemic way. I first look at the thyroid, and I look at the test sex hormones first. I don't go to this test first. Because if I did, it might be abnormal. But I know why it's abnormal. It's abnormal because the thyroid's out of whack and the hormones are out of whack. So let's just do systematically. Let's get the thyroid optimal, get the t- hormones optimal. And then if I sell people with symptoms of the same, being tired, brain fog, lethargic, or just their job in general, like I'll use my exome as an OB, is their adrenals are still pushing the hilt every day. Then I get a saliva test shows me their pattern and based upon their are at i know where they're low in and then i can re- rehabilitate that based upon where they're at
0: so how do we do that
1: first i look at stage one first it sounds crazy and and, and like how simple it is but it's a nice multivitamin d3 Melatonin, before you go to bed, melatonin is the number one free scavenger of radicals or free radicals our body makes. It helps you put in a nice sleep pattern. It's made from tryptophan, which becomes melatonin. All right, real quick on
0: melatonin. I heard if you take too much of it, it then it makes you not sleep. It depends on what dose. Often between point five hundred micrograms to three hundred three milligrams. All right, then back up a little bit further too. Multivitamin, you're talking about specific multivitamin. Nice organic ones you buy
1: in a Uh, hundred percent. You want to get a nice organic natural vitamin that goes with that. Because ideally, if you have a great Food supply, grass-fed beef, free-range chicken, organic vegetables, and a good topsoil, we should have our selenium, our iodine, our zinc in it. We don't. That's the problem, right? So get a nice multivitamin, melatonin, and then they call adaptols. That has things like holy basil, magnolia, ashwagandha. We've heard about those things. The medical terms is called adaption. What they do is they allow the, the adrenal gland to do its function at the same time rest and rebuild the capacity to make the cortisol it needs uh, those are the big ones. that's what we do for stage one stage two we're low on dha but that's from this third zone so what you do is we want to give the precursor to androgens that's dhea and then we do is we give that help build up that level and then we also um will add that to that okay same type of pattern two b is the one that's very interesting I want something to happen where I want to lower your cortisol before bed. So I change from adaptol to anderol. That has now, besides having the adaptogens in it, it actually has some glandular adrenal glands in it, some glandular from bovine, from cows. And there's some molecules in there that help, again, help supplement the, the, the adrenal gland to its function. But then I also give a thing called l before bed, which also will calm you down before you go to bed. Alphine is a commoner, so that's what we're doing in stage 2B. Stage 3, you're making norcortisol at all. So you give cortef. You actually give a medication for three months. So it's just the adrenal gland. You give all the supplementation we're doing to allow it to have rest, sleep, repair, regenerate its cell processes. Then you got to give it, but at three months, you can't be on it forever. you got to wean yourself off, and re- then we do another saliva test to see if we recouped. And then we take it off the medication.
0: I mean, usually, if you're not making uh, uh, DHEA, DHEA at all mm-hmm. or cortisol, then that medication will kickstart the adrenal gland
1: again. What it does is the adapt all supplements are, are, uh, is jump starting the adrenal gland, but you have the hormone there to do its job while it's being built. So I'm giving another source of energy. So since the adrenal gland is not making DHEA while it's resting, I'll give you oral supplements. supplement. All
0: right. So is this similar or not similar to armor and synthroid for thyroid interesting
1: the answer is no because your thyroid is not making t1 t2 t3 t4 so i got to supplement that we've seen with the adrenals that when they're stressed to the hilt there's still a, 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 a capability if given rest can actually restart their mechanism of making it now i'm being hesitant because there are cases when you give selenium and iodine and zinc and vitamin b and c's to the thyroid gland in and of itself that could get you back in normal ranges without medication. So it's a, for those that have the ability to regenerate. Yes, it's identical. For those that have that can't regenerate, then you can't because the, the, it's very. I've never now. There's diseases, Jim, where you have completely turned off of adrenal gland. That's called that's called um, Addison syndrome. You can't make any, so you got to be on medication forever. Cushing's is an overproduction. Picture um, uh John Kennedy of our, our, the president he had very bad back pain back then they gave high doses of glucose cortisol so you have the hump back the fat buildup on that a round face the moon face that's all from too much cortisol but that is usually a medical medication or a a hyperplasia from the adrenal gland that's making too much on its own it's not a cancer it can be a cancer but it's usually hyperplasia but it's usually medicated medication
0: okay so we talked about supplements and treatments and what have you and some of the simple simple techniques uh, around sleep. You know, some people I know, they'll take a ha- shower half an hour before they go to bed. Um, you talked before about not watching TV or, mm-hmm. you know, on your computer or whatever. So what are some of the simple things from a physical activity standpoint to sleep
1: that one could do to prepare? Yeah, himself? I love what you said about those. Yeah, have, there's a lot of studies showing yellow light before you go to bed. Uh, red light, the yellow light, the blue light. Uh, turn off computers of hours or beforehand. Dark rooms. Some actually showed reading a book with that red light or a yellow light has helped uh, tryptophan you have a turkey meal you pass out tryptophan turns into serotonin egg turns into it's the usually bed. the alcohol with the turkey yeah, yeah but, but tryptophan can do that uh, augmented melatonin but simple things is work on sleep hygiene that's number one sleep that hygiene that sounds great
0: as always 15 minutes packed full of information thank you Dr. Barnett.